Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today I'm going to discuss an aspect of Dom Drop. Do dominants feel a sense of drop or feel a sense of loss from a relationship? And the overall answer is yes. Uh, if that dominant truly cared for that submissive and the situation didn't work out, of course. And one thing that we need to explore is why and how and you know a lot of people look at like oh you know broken heart and things like that and you know men and women we process broken or failed relationships differently and so a lot of times for men uh, men suffer heartbreak of course but a lot of times I think men suffer a feeling of loss a feeling of failure when a relationship doesn't work. And why is that? Um, because men are fixers. You know, a lot of times women will discuss with us um, some problems and we go into fix it mode. We go into this is what you should do. This is how you resolve that. When a lot of times, you know, women just want to be heard. And, um, you know, but we are fixers. So we have to learn in relationships to listen without wanting to help or wanting to give answers unless she's seeking answers. A lot of times she's just seeking to have her ear, um, the ear that she wants to whisper into, the ear that she wants to talk into, hear her uh, without judgment, without answers, without anything. She just wants to be heard. A lot of times a, a, when a dominant speaks, he wants to be heard. He wants to not only be heard but he wants to resolve issues so if a if a man speaks of a problem he's seeking answers because we are very problem solving oriented this is how we're built this is how we're taught to to function in the world and so when a relationship is lost and particularly let me just speak for myself um relationships that have failed in the past for myself the ones that I truly were um, engrossed in emotionally and mentally I felt a, a feeling of failure more so heartbreak I felt the feeling of loss for the routine I felt the loss of the ability to try to build something with someone and so this is what um, men kind of go through the processes that is mental for us. And yeah, our feelings are hurt, you know, but sometimes it's not necessarily heartbreak as much as it is a sense of failure. And a lot of times, you know, guys would rather let it be heartbreak, right? Because emotionally we, we could tend to bounce back a little bit easier 
uh, opposed to the mental aspect of it because it sticks with us. Uh, we can carry that sense of failure or not wanting to fail into the next situation. And so we're always guarding against those kind of things. So is Dom Drop real? Yeah, Dom Drop is very real. And we have a hard time discussing our feelings, especially with a woman. And we can discuss it with our friends. Uh, we find that to be a safe haven if we have a mentor or someone close to us with a balanced mind. Um, that really works well for us. But the man who tries to hold it all in, the man who um, tries to shove it underneath the rug, uh, he's a hurt. He's a hurt. He's a hurt guy. He's a wounded animal. And he needs to heal. He needs to take time to heal. Now, what are some things that dominance can do um, if they have lost a situation and they feel dom drop? Number one, you have to have someone you can talk to, as I just said. And number two, we need to work out where we went wrong, how we could be better. A lot of relationship failures revolve around communication. How can we communicate better? What are some things that we just need to accept? And those things are very, you know, difficult. We need to we need time to space those things out to process them. And you have guys and women out there that are habitual um monogamous. What do they call them? Serial monogamous, right? Where they go from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next, and you never really heal yourself you never really grow from another situation when you throw another one on top of the other one on top of the other one it's like putting you know um a slide on top of a slide on top of a slide you know eventually you know you still see the cracks from you know the beginning where it all began those cracks are still there because you haven't healed them and then you still have to start peeling back those layers to get to that root cause so yes Dom drop is real. I'm gonna keep saying that to push that point in you guys' heads because a lot of times it's looked at is only the submissive loses when the relationship goes awry. And no, everyone loses. And even more so for the dominant because we are supposed to be the leaders. We're supposed to be the ones setting the pace. We're the, we're supposed to be the ones giving the instructions for our position failure or loss of the relationship is hard because it speaks to a lack of our leadership and maybe it, and it, that might be the case and it might not be the case um, the leadership could be fine but the emotional the lack of emotional intelligence could be the problem you know being able to set a direction to walk in and to see the hurdles and be able to strategize those things and you know build with someone a guy can have absolutely perfect but if he's not emotionally intelligent or emotionally connected to a submissive the 
whole thing can fall apart because we have to see outside of ourselves. And I think dominance more so than regular men do a good job at this. I think dominance taking account the sub first. Well, at least we should take into account the sub first and then build around that. And when you do that, you get to know her, know her mind, how she functions, how she thinks, the things that she worries about, the things that she, that she loves the most. You take those things into consideration when you're constructing whatever path that you decide that you want to take her down and that she's agreeing to walk down. Um, and then you build what you're going to do and the things that you get out of it from that. And in particular, what you getting out of that is her and her willingness to, you know, join you on this path that you set up. Um, I had a friend. Uh, he was saying that uh, his girlfriend was sending him pictures and he was like, yeah, you know, you know, but I, I like to see pictures of her, of her breasts and of her vagina and, you know, all those things. He wanted, you know, he wanted the racy pictures, you know, and I, I said to him, I understand that, you know, these are the things that you like. These are the things that you want, but she's showing you the things that she wants you to appreciate about her. And he really couldn't see that. And I said to him, look, you're, you're, you're a nice looking dude. So women aren't dumb. They know that there's some woman throwing you some pictures of her ass and of her titties and of her vagina. You know, they just, you know, guys get that kind of stuff. And if you're not getting it from some random chick, you know, some of your friends are swapping pictures Every day, showing you some modelist chick naked, you know, the whole gamut, some perfect looking chick, you know. So they know that we get these things. So it's not for us to want pictures of our loved one or our girlfriend or our wife in raciness. I mean, if she's about that, yes, but a lot of times she's showing you what she likes about herself or what she wants you to appreciate about her and he just couldn't see that at first until we had this conversation and I was like look I get it you know you have particular taste and in, and in his defense he feels as though there were things about him that she didn't like that he changed and so he just feels like look I'm you know I'm making changes for her I'm doing things that I normally wouldn't do to cater to her likes so she should do things that cater to my likes. But at the same time, I'm saying to him, you have to understand some of the things that you're asking for are very common and not unique. And anyway, who wants pictures of the, um, you know, TNA that they see every night anyway? I mean, you know, you got to, you know, we got to we got to grow a little bit here. You know, um, not saying I'm, I don't desire those things from my lover, you know. If she's about that and she wants to show me that, that's great. But if she's not showing me that and she's just taking pictures of her face or what she's wearing during the day, that's fine too. 
And you know what? And every now and again, she'll mess around and mix that in. But when you ask for it, when you seem like that's what you need, you want to see that above everything else, well, then that shows her a couple of things. It shows her that, you know, you're basing your desires and lust with her and she doesn't feel the the love. And um and this is what I'm talking about, emotional intelligence. Now this this young man, he's he's in his very, very early thirties, so you know, he's dealing with a whole lack of maturity there. Um so I'm I'm not gonna be too hard on him, but I bet you there's a fifty year old out there acting the same damn way. So we just have to work on having more emotional intelligence. I spoke about this on other podcasts. But I think emotional intelligence along with intelligence can help build um, beautiful relationships. And a lot of this doesn't come to a man until he gets older, until he gets above 35, until he gets above 40, maybe closer to 50. You know, um, it takes a lot of repetition in relationships to understand your counterpart, to understand kind of the basic things that women like. Everyone is unique unto their own. But there are some very basic things that we all share as a male and female species. And so we need to understand those things and we need to wrap our mind around the emotional intelligence around it because men function with less emotion that's why we do so much dumb stuff (laughs) and women operate they don't necessarily operate just out of emotion but they have a strong sense of emotional awareness that makes them see things and situations completely different completely different we see things very separate. You know, it could be a room. We see the chair. We see the sofa. We see the TV on the wall. But that's what we see. It's a room. Blah, blah. But what a woman may see is a place to commune, a place to be, a place that, well, me and you are going to sit on the sofa. The children will be here. We're going to watch, you know, some kind of family show or whatever. Women have a more rounded view of the world than we do we have a very singular view of things it's just how we're wired men are very fiery creatures fire is very potent it's very direct and women are more watery creatures where water is expansive it's moist it's receptive and so we have to this these things have to be taught is why i'm talking about it now to just give you guys just a different uh, mental view of basic human behavior, basic human beings. Um, you can read a bunch of you know books on you know human behavior and and see that this is the way it goes. This is the way it is. Women have a much more rounder view of life than men do. A world without women would be complete chaos. Because women are the glue to the family. Women are the glue that holds things together. Without women, we would just discard our elderly. We would discard our, you know, you know, our our sick. Our, you know, because men are very, he, you know, he can't keep going. We're going to get rid of him. We move on. We'll replace him. 
you know, this is how men think. You know, if you can't do it, on to the next. You know, where women have more of a nurturing, women are nurturers, period, by nature. Um, even though today a lot of alpha females are not as nurturing as women before them were. And, and you know, just sign of the, just not sign of the times, but it's just the day and times and, and dealing with the workforce. I get it. I completely get it. But I would encourage those women that are alpha females to not lose their sense of being feminine, their sense of being that connector um, of our community, because we need you guys. Without you guys, this whole world goes to shit, honestly. But back to the subject about Dom Drop. And forgive me if I'm rambling a bit. Because I'm just trying to go over everything. But yes, Dom Drop is real. And again, you know, you just, as as a dominant man, I just feel as though we have to have other men that are similar in thought that we speak to, that we learn from. So we don't make certain mistakes. I'm certainly in my 40s and I have older men that I speak to who've been married for years who I get my advice from you know it's very 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 important that we not try to resolve our issues with just our own mind unless the answer is like one plus one equals two but if it's if, it, if there's any air of doubt if there's any angle that a man can't see he needs to speak to another man he needs to speak to an older woman we need to lean on our elders for advice, for maturity, for insight. And in turn, we become that for someone younger than us or someone less experienced than us in certain areas. This is very crucial. Very, very crucial. And good dominance have people they lean on for advice. They don't just go it, go at it on their own. That's an ego thing. And men with egos first destroy more than they heal, more than they connect, more than they save, more than they build. Ego destroys because ego doesn't allow you to see everything. It doesn't allow you to include everyone. Ego is... I just want some pussy pics. You know? Whereas though, maturity says, she's sending me pictures of her day or of herself. And she wants me to be a part of her day to see what she's going through or, or she's showing me the things that she thinks is valuable. Pussy pics are all over there's no value in that. They're a penny a dozen. Right? Not even a dime a dozen. They're a penny a dozen. But true beauty, a person open up, opening themselves up to show you who they are, to share with you their inner thoughts, their inner fears, their inner aspirations, that's true beauty. And that is to be honored. That is to be uh, guarded is sacred. 
uh, just as well as a, as a dominant. Um, you know, the things that we share, our dreams, our hopes, wanting to build, wanting to put a life together with someone else, those things are very sacred to us. And I feel as though when I hear Dom drop and I've seen some situations, I feel as though a lot of us have tried to fit a square peg in a round hole. We found a woman that says she's submissive, but she's not necessarily a good fit. But hey, she's a submissive, she's with it, she's with doing something with me, and it never really quite fit. And then you work harder and harder and harder to get that square peg in that round hole, and it just doesn't fit. And you spend so much time trying to do that, that you don't see that you've emotionally invested in this person and you're emotionally connected to a point where you can't even see when to pull the cord on it. So when she pulls the cord on it, because she sees it very clear, she knows what it is, very clear. When she pulls the cord on it, you're broken, completely broken. You dropped. You're wondering, where did you go wrong? You go from, where did you go wrong, to F her. You know, you can deal with a sense of anger, a sense of resentment, a sense of, look at all I've done for you, and this is how you do me. You know, we can have those kind of um, reactions. And for me, um, relationships that I've been in, I, and, I, and, and this hasn't always been like this, but I'm saying since... Uh, my 30s and my 40s I walk away from them knowing that I've given 110% of myself I've, I've I've completely tried to be good to someone I try not to be selfish egomatic I've always tried to put uh, the other person first and it doesn't always happen like that perfectly because I have my own needs and wants as well but I'm very clear about what those things are. Uh, I don't selfishly go out to do my own thing because I never want to be called a liar. And uh, actually, number two, actually, uh, I'm not even a good liar. So it's best for me to just be myself and be authentic and let the chips fall where it may. Uh, I think more so where my disappointment may come in from some relationships is that I'm being honest. And I'm, you know, I'm conveying my thoughts and my feelings and people try to be with me or what have been with me and acted like they were cool with it and try to change me. And I get that that's kind of how relationships go because it's a compromise situation and I don't mind compromising some things. And there's some things I can't budge on. I'm very clear what those things are. I just don't like that people say that they're okay with the things that they're not willing to budge on and then have problems with the things they're not willing to budge on. You know, like, why waste my time? But I get that that's part of the rodeo of relationships to a degree when you're dealing with someone who's not um, emotionally rounded and within themselves or... Um, or is dealing with ego. I think a lot of I think a lot of what men have to understand in today's world that women have huge egos. 
not all women, but enough of them have egos and their egos are just as fragile as ours. And that's something that we have to take into consideration. And um, alpha females egos can be a little bit more um, passive aggressive some and sometimes just flat out aggressive because they have to be and and they don't really know how to sometimes turn that off and one of the things that as a dominant if you're dealing with an alpha female some of the things that we have to do is help them get into that feminine zone outside of work because if not they'll try to boss you and that's a no-no and a lot of fake doms get bossed around I can't necessarily think they even feel dom drop as much because they weren't truly dominant you know an alpha female and an alpha male don't necessarily have to butt heads but someone has to take the the feminine role in some situations you know, I don't mind a woman being a go-getter, alpha female. As long as she knows when she's with me, she can chill. She don't have to call the shots. She's not my boss. You know, we handle things in a very democratic way. But overall, the last say is mine. And that's quite understood. But again, I don't have to be a tyrant with that kind of power. You know, you try to be a, a just leader. You try to be a just dominant. You try to know when to insert yourself and when not. My grandfather told me something. I was going through some relationship early in my life, in my early 20s. And he said, grandson, men speak when they need to be heard. Period. You don't argue with women about this and that, blah, 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 blah. Men speak when they need to be heard. And I found that to be so true. If you as a man argue every little thing, if you argue about every little thing in your relationship, you have no power when the big things come up and Everyone needs to fall in line with one person's direction. You will be following her lead if you argue every little thing. That's what I've seen. That's what I see going on in other people's relationships. But in relationships that I've watched that are successful with dominant men, they're not overbearing. They're very, you know, easy to get along with. You know, they may have these spats with their spouses or whatever. And, you know, they let the woman do her thing. And they're very encouraging of these women. Some women are, some of these women are alpha females at work. But when they come home, they can just get into their feminine bag and just relax. They can talk about their day, let it go. And then they can do their thing. You know, he's not over, these guys aren't overbearing. They're not bossing her around, you know, telling her what to do. Nah, nah. They just have a straight, good firm connection and understanding and a great flow I love that I want that for myself sometime in the future and it's not for a lack of trying I just ain't hit the mark yet 
but that's cool too. And I have felt a sense of dime drop, and it ain't it ain't pretty, but it ain't so destructive and down and out either. It's just a for me, it's a sense of failure again. I just felt like, damn, I failed. Like, where I go wrong? What what didn't I see? Um, how could I, you know, how can I be better for the next time? You know, for the next person. And so that's my thoughts on that. And I also had another friend of mine, mentor, God rest his soul. He left us a little too early um, due to some health reasons. But uh, he always said to me, as a man, I'd rather beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. And so you best believe one of my next podcasts will be that title. I'd rather beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. In the end, you have to still be a man. And there are things that men do that aren't always what women are will approve of but you still have to be a man and being a man is taking some risk calculated risk doing some things that aren't as uh, maybe a little selfish it could be a little could be deemed a little selfish but we all have things that we need to do for ourselves and I think sometimes we people can capitulate so much in a relationship that they lose those things that make them who they are that 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 replenish replenishes their soul you know from working and just dealing with family and kids and a woman so on and so forth or whatever it is that depletes you sometimes in a relationship we give we relinquish our rights to those things and i don't think that's right I think there are if there are things that make you who you are, that help you maintain your sanity, that help you function in a in a productive way, I think that you should maintain those things and I think you should be very clear with what those things are and I think that she should be okay with them and if she's not, she needs to say that and y'all can discuss that. And if it won't work, it won't work. Because in the end, people eventually go back to the things that give them comfort. Even if they stop them for a while, they eventually go back to the things that provide them comfort. And so we just need to stop playing games. We won't have to have so much dime drop, so much um, submissive drop. And we can have healthier relationships. And again... I'm saying this for the newbies. You guys have to understand situations that lead to drop, right? If you're playing with someone that doesn't have a good knowledge base of the lifestyle, you can be hurt, not just physically, but emotionally and maybe spiritually. You have to understand. Again, I've heard people doing sessions and things like that and not providing aftercare that can give you a sense of drop okay dominance you got a submissive that's not really serving you not really you know doing the things that she's supposed to do that helps make you want to keep going you can feel a sense of disappointment which feels like drop 
So I thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to check me out, Sir Inc. on Facebook page, Sir underscore Inc. The experience on Instagram, uh, Sir underscore Inc. on TikTok now. Please forgive me. And Sir Inc. 09 on Twitter. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed today's chat. We'd love to hear your experiences and your feedback. Follow us on Sir Inc. on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Kingspace.